When we hear that a couple live 11 time zones apart and can afford to come together only once in a long while, it's natural to offer sympathy for the pain. We should, more fairly, envy them for their luck. Whatever our longings may indicate, it's simply a lot easier to love when someone isn't there. Far from an unfortunate necessity, living apart should be recognized for what it truly is, an advantage. So much goes right when we live a long way away. Online or over the phone, we never assume that the other person should be able to read our minds without us ever having explained what's actually in them. We accept that we'll have to describe our days, as well as our desires, in words and pictures. We can't help but do that thing that holds couples together, communicate. We accept that the other can live without us, and therefore make the effort to be the sort of people someone would freely choose to be with. We work at it. We can benefit from what jealousy otherwise prevents us from admitting, how much it helps us to feel like desirable, potent people, to be able to go out and flirt with someone else for a while without too many questions being asked. In other words, how profoundly loyal a whiff of surface disloyalty helps us to be. Apart, we appreciate. It's a strange quirk of our minds, but we only ever notice what's missing. The money we don't have, the weather we long for, the car we don't yet own. Yet once anything is securely in our possession, it disappears. We only see, in the sense of notice, what isn't there. The best way to lose ownership of something is to own it, and the surest way to forget your partner exists may be to ensure they're beside you every night. When we're apart, we can sample the gentle suffering of loneliness over the intense rage of suffocation. We never have to find out how much it can tarnish love to be with someone who has a different idea of a cutlery drawer or the correct way to suspend a towel. Too often, when we're cohabiting, we locate the difficulty of our relationships in a very erroneous place. We think that it's the wrong person we've mistakenly got together with, rather than keeping in mind that we're with a pretty right person trying to do an exceptionally tricky thing, share a home. It may, in the end, strangely, just be a lot easier to love than to share a bathroom. Our love stories are suffering from a mistaken cultural hierarchy. Just as the book is often wrongly thought more important than the essay, so the live-in relationship is too readily assumed to be superior to the long-range version. And yet, without ever meaning to do so... I know, I know, I know. Nobody wants to talk about this one tonight, except for Zoe Williams. The voice of reason has entered the building. KBLA Talk 1580 is the station, the one and only station. You, you know what it is, produced by my friend now, Tavis Smiley, man. He done put everybody that got something to say on. So the voice of reason has, is in the building now and ready to start cooking. You heard the topic. It's about long-distance relationships. What I call the topic is no FOMO. Not that bad word everybody uses, the word that gets everybody in trouble. Remember the basketball player said it during the interview at the end of the game and got fined. This is no FOMO. K-N-O-W. No 
understand FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. This, you, you, let me tell you something. You want to know why long-distance relationships don't work? Because people are not whole people. People are not spiritually healthy people. They haven't dealt with demons. The partner is the Linus blanket. And I need my partner as close to me as Linus's blanket is around his dirty little neck. Let's just be honest. How much does fear have to say in your concerns about your long distance relationship? Huh? Huh? How much does fear say? They, they, they could be messing around. Huh? Somebody could be flirting with them. Huh? My woman, fine. I know, I know people are flirting with I know it. I can feel it. It's almost. See? Do you, somebody doing it right now. <laughs> I'm just saying it's par for the course. No FOMO. Love's long distance long shot. A deeper look at the pros and cons of long distance loving. True or false, a long-distance relationship has its charm but can be difficult to maintain for a long time. But if the intentions and love for each other are strong, it's a small battle to overcome. Are you starting to see a through line in all of the topics that I'm talking about tonight? Or all of the topics I've been talking about over a year now? Do you know what it is? March 28th is my year anniversary, by the way. But anyway, you know what it is? It's fear and ego and attachment styles and how you were raised. People say, people need closeness. Yes, we do. We need closeness. But we also need separation. Oh, I know people don't want to hear this tonight. I know, I know, I know. The through line from all of my topics are, is this. Yesterday, we did a show called Relationship Competence. If you are relationally comp incompetent, you can't be in a long-distance relationship or up-close-and-personal one. You can't be in neither model. If you do not have the skills to maintain a relationship, whether up-close or far away, <laughs> if you're not relationally competent, if you have a low relationship IQ, it's not going to work. Right? And if you have a high relationship IQ, you start to understand nuance in the relationship. You start to understand timing in the relationship. You start to understand something. What is it? Quality over quantity ladies and gentlemen why well, i gotta spend a whole bunch of my time with you and it's low quality there's arguments there's resentment right there's slight collecting there's misunderstandings 
There's the feeling of not being accepted, appreciated, acknowledged, valued. And I'm up and close and person with you daily. You better get over to Greenland. <laughs> Iceland is looking for an executive assistant. I'm sorry. I, I know you guys don't want to hear me talk like this, but this is real. This is why relationships don't work either up close or far away. Why does the lack of proximity hurt most relationships? Well, if you got abandonment issues, that's going to hurt, isn't it? You better go talk to your mama. Right? That's Dr. Delena. Dr. Delena said, go talk to your mama. Huh? Sister, you got a father wound. Go talk to your daddy. Brothers, you got a mama wound. <laughs> you better sit down with a cup of tea with your mama. Because you bringing all the angst you had for mama to the relationship, whether it be close or far. A long distance relationship is still a relationship. And if you guys are invested and committed in each other's well-being, you can pour into that model, too. What are the effects of a long-distance relationship on your unhealed wounds? Your wounds be over here in the bed with you crying, <laughs> whining while they gone, worrying, anxious. When I come forward, you know I'm going to the phone lines. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Great topic tonight. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. This song was famous before B.I.G. It's a beautiful record, man. Beautiful record. And uh just Sad to hear about the brother. The name of the record is My Flame. Many of us don't know how to keep the flame lit. We think doing for our partner keeps the flame that they have for us lit. No. The flame that you must focus on is your internal flame. Right? That drop, that drop of divinity that you inherited from the omnipotent source of all that is. That's the flame you keep lit. When you meet someone, your flame recognizes their flame. Right? That's how the great poet Rumi put it. This is what the great Krishnamurti said about relationships being a mirror. Your job is not to put logs on their flame. Your job is to put logs on your flame. The flame of self-realization. The flame of self-understanding. The flame of self-regulating. What do you mean self-regulating? Regulating your behaviors. Regulating your emotions. Regulating your mind. Trust me. It's difficult for me. I be up late at night. Boy, the late hours... Listen, man, I'll be worried, too, because I'll get up, get in the car, go down to that corner, Chevron, 
I will buy a salad from the Chevron. You understand me? I'll be up. <laughs> Think I won't when I will? Self-regulation is the key to happy relationships. But you can't regulate that which you don't understand, i.e. self. We are in the business of trying to regulate our partners. It doesn't matter up close or far away. Can you can you this is why people don't like long distance relationships? I can't put I can't put my eyes on you. I can't put my hands on you. I can't get to you if I need to get to you. This ain't your child in elementary school. I need to get to you. You remember when Matt Barnes drove 90 miles? Listen, I need to get to you. Do you understand? This is not how it works. Relationship is predicated on self-efficacy. Self-competence. We talked about it yesterday. So how do you make a long-distance relationship work? Number one, you pour into yourself. How do you do that? You say to yourself, what are my fears demanding? Ooh, what is my ego demanding of this person? Uh-oh. Because in, in my relationship book, the, uh, the relationship dismount, one of my relationship books, right? The relationship dismount. Speaking of that, I, wanna, I, re I really want to get into it. Let me just say it, right? In my relationship book, The Relationship Dismount, How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship, I talk about something called Figo. Fear and ego. So if we got fear and ego behind the scenes, helping you craft manipulative uh, 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 expectations and demands of your partner, once again, doesn't matter how it doesn't matter the proximity you and your partner have. Either you guys are in close proximity or you guys are far, far away. It doesn't matter if fear and ego are dominating what you demand of them. If you're in a long distance relationship and it's deep and loving and enriching. Is communication. The key to that relationship, because you hear people say it all the time, relation, uh, communication is the key to relationship. Can you guys talk too much in a long distance relationship? Right. What should you do in order to keep the intimacy alive? Is intimacy just physical? For a lot of people, I need to touch you. <laughs> if I can't touch you, I'm going to touch something. Can we be honest? 1-800-920-1580. Somebody call me right now. Get ready, get ready, get ready. What does psychology say about long-distance relationship? Do you feel as if you're missing out on something by being in a committed relationship when your partner's not there? Let me tell you something, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm not going to mince no words, but there won't be any profanity. But let me tell you, 
you find a good thing and you trick it off because it's a long distance situation. Please, please understand you're going to get the lesson you need in the next relationship. See, again, relationship is designed to wake up what you haven't worked on. So why not work on it from a distance? How about that? This is why the conversations must be truthful. The conversations must be open and honest. Oh, Lord, my uncle calling. He know I'm on the radio, but he's he's 78. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Call somebody else, uncle. Anyway, he will call back. So let me turn the ringer off. But anyway, you find a good thing and you let it go. Because you don't know how to manage you. I'm telling you, your lesson will come back full circle. Again, some of the challenges in LDRs, long distance relationships, there will be conflicts. That's because you don't have good communication skills, right? Conflicts are a part of every relationship. But the number one key to keeping a relationship together, regardless of if you guys are close or far apart, are conflict management skills. Right? Another difficulty is reconnecting after being apart. Now, the only reason why that's a difficulty is because you haven't managed the time apart. Do you, what, what are you saying, Zoe? Manage the time you guys are apart. That time should be focused on self-work and quality time via whatever means you either computer, FaceTime. We watching movies together, FaceTime. Oh, yeah, I'm watching Eve's Bayou with you. Yeah, I remember Eve's Bayou when I was little. This is what I, I love this movie. Girl, really? After this, can we watch Iron Man or the Hulk or something? But what I'm saying, there are things you can do. Acknowledge each other's point of view. Because really all you got is communication when you guys are far. And communication is key to intimacy building. I'm talking about good communication. I'm talking about validating each other's perspective and opinion. I'm talking about pouring supportive words into your partner. I'm talking about checking in and saying, hey, I love you. I just wanted to let you know, whatever you got going on today, I'm your biggest advocate. Hey, you know what? I prayed for you this morning. And it was a good, passionate, fervent prayer. Boy, something magical going to happen to you today. I just know it because me and God had a com. Whatever it is, you know what? You were in my meditation. I focused and meditated on your good health. I focused on our love. I focused on expanding it. Did you feel me? Ooh. Hey, let me send you a song. Let me send you a record. This is how I feel about you right now. Let me send you a record. You don't know how to do it because you're not relationally competent. When I come forward, I'm going to keep kicking you upside your dome piece. On your way home from Jones Beach, Zoe Williams, the voice of reason, is live on KBLA Talk 1580. 
He's on fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. My playlist is my co-host, Marvin Gaye. Legendary, distant lover. Now listen to me, people. I'm not saying that a long-distance relationship should be something you should stay in forever. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you want to build up the relationship, you can use the distance to strengthen the relationship as opposed to the other way around. How do you build the long-distance relationship up? Number one, I already said it, self-work. Number two, a heightened level of communication. Well, how do you heighten your level of communication? Discover what your communication style is. Discover if you have issues that need to be reconciled. What do you mean, Zoe? Children model their home environment. What kind of home environment did you model? Was it toxic? Was it anxious? Was it combative? Right? Find out the origins of who you are, then start working on those things. Take an active listening course. Read a book on communication. Greenberg, Ph.D., has a great book called Nonviolent Communication. See, if you start investing in yourself the same way you invest in your son's AAU, your relationships, regardless of the proximity, will get better. If you have difficulty having difficult conversations, Right. In a long distance relationship, you focus on that, focus on healing that aspect. You guys can then begin to enter into those difficult conversations, ones that don't have judgment. Listen, if you arguing over the phone, imagine what you're going to do in my house. <laughs> imagine what's going to happen at the crib. If you're impatient over the phone or online. Imagine what I got to deal with at the crib. Hmm? Now, I will say for the LDR relationships, traveling can be problematic. Right? Especially if you're going from east to west or from west back to the east. The connections, possible layovers, and... The possibility you might be late to work. Let's just do that one right there. You might you might be in Houston somewhere and have to call. Hey, uh, you know what had happened was I I meant to be back Sunday night, but that night flight was triple booked. So I'm gonna be back on Tuesday. So you you never know. Traveling can be difficult. But let's go even deeper. Trust. Should I trust that you're a human being and you're going to cheat because we're not close? Come on. 
Can we? Can we have these conversations? Are we afraid to talk tonight? Hmm? How can, and, and I'm gonna tell you, here's a real big problem for long distance relationship. You should be doing this anyway, adult. You should know how to live your own separate life, whether you're up close and personal or far away. If you trying to live an enmeshed life and it's a long distance relationship, you're going to struggle. In a long distance relationship, you should have your own life already up and running, activated. Right. You should be like, hey, this is what I do when I'm not with my boo. Right. This is what I do when I'm back at the crib. This is how I get down. This is how I'm, you know, chilling. And I'm going to tell you something else. Stop being jealous, long-distance relationship folk. If you see your woman or your man on Instagram at the company party, don't get It's the company party. Or if you see them at a club and they post it, and they're with their friends having drinks. I'm telling you right now, long distance going to reveal that insecurity. Phone lines are already ridiculous. Let's get the folks in here so we could talk. Who's been on the longest? Battle Creek, Michigan has returned. Heru Ali, what are your thoughts? Peace and love to the family nation. Honor soul, Andy staff, the chat, and the God. Tavis Smiley, honors. <laughs> and honors to you for uh, your your soon coming anniversary. Yes, sir. Uh, I only I, I want to say to uh, respectfully to the God Tavis Smiley, cut the check. <laughs> cut the check. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, cut the check. <laughs> respectfully. What respectfully. in the Listen. world? <laughs> cut the check. <laughs> you already know. Wait, wait, yeah, hold this on. Is the, this is the number one show. Hold on. Come brother. on. Wait, hold on, pimp. You, what if you just ruined my deal? <laughs> Cut the check, Tavis. Well, well, <laughs> listen, listen. I, 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 I know that uh, the guy Tavis Smiley is more mature than to let some unknown face who calls in to mess up a good thing for not only him, not only for you, but for all of us. So my voice ain't going to cause no risk to uh, this collective group therapy that we receive. <laughs> I'm not even worried about it. We appreciate it, brother. Not, not at all. It's honest. Listen, um, <laughs> whether it's a long or short, short distance, um, that, that means nothing when you are spiritually connected by the frequency mm -hmm. your 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 teachings the undergirding the linchpin of everything is spiritual relationships let's get to the spiritual let's let's not focus on the transactional because if you focus on the transactional it, you you may tend to come up short in this society mm. in in this society ladies who and what, if, if you're dealing with a God-actualized man, since we're all works in progress and we'll be works in progress until we transition 
since we ch- all chose to come here, if you're dealing with a God-actualized man in the process of becoming more of God, of more of realizing the God that's in them, and in their everyday walk, in their charity, in, in their giving, all that stuff, what's a deal breaker? What's a deal breaker? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Because what you gonna do when when you can't go to the bank? Because y'all do know that that banks. Oh, <laughs> it's here a we go. Here, here, you do here know. We go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Here come Harold. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, you know, if the banks fail, <laughs> the only thing that we all gonna be relegated back to is hunter gatherers. Do it, does the man listen? In spite of the income that the man that you're dealing with has, whether it's sixty thousand or a hundred plus thousand, all that stuff. If all of those that fiat goes away and there's no access to to the ATMs and all that stuff, does your man have survival skills? Mm. Does because you know I, I've saved but lives wait. in real life. But, but wait, Heru. A sister might be like, yeah, he got survival skills, but he 3,000 miles away. How are those survival skills going to help me during a crisis, which is usually untimed? Don't nobody get the heads up for it. So so what has he done to prepare you in the knowledge and, and equipping you and purchasing the equipment for that in his absence? Because, you know, something... If we have an EMP and everything go down. You do know it's going to take me some time to get to you. It's going to take me some time to get to you if I'm able to get to you. Right. Listen, I did 23. I did 23 years in the military. I joined the military when I was 17. I got married when I was 18. I was a distant lover most of that time, and the only thing that I wanted to do was to get back to my family. But guess what? I had to make it do what it do to take care of the family that I created, that we created. Mm. I was married for 21 years, in the field, eating dirt, all of that stuff. Listen, and when it wasn't appreciated and it was thrown away, guess what? I appreciate the experience because it was only preparing me for greater. Mm. And later... Because you know I'm, you know I'm a polygynist, right? I'm going to have two wives. Well, listen, if I if I didn't know it before, I definitely <laughs> know it right now. Because you just said it out loud on on national yeah. radio. You know I'm a polygamist, right? Now yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, got her yeah. yet. I ain't got the other one yet. However, I will have two of them. Of them. However, <laughs> yes. And guess what? Listen. I, I'm willing to lay down my life. We it, it, in this existence, we got this country. This government has remixed all the white supremacy and racism, and they continue to do it every day, every day. So, at the end of the day, what, what is what are you really seeking? What are you really seeking? Are you seeking? Because you know, good guys finish last in the race to be first. So sometimes I have to be an a-hole in this life <laughs> when I'm dealing with, you know, I, I intentionally, 
is, it, you know, for potentials, I was like, listen, I have to see how far can I offend you? Because what? there was a great philosopher, there's a great philosopher that said, and I quote, what is a man's worth without his wallet? Zoe Williams said that. Right, 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 right. So at the end of the day, what is a man's worth to you besides his wallet? Are you dealing with a man who knows how to save lives? Who knows how, how to survive? Who, who has gathered skills over his mediocre life? Man, Been but, an executive protective spell. Come on now. But what let are me, we talking about But here? let me tell you something. That won't stop somebody for have, from having a, a, a little indiscretion because you're not there. So is the indiscretion greater than what they're offering to you? No, the indiscretion is an itch. And because they're human, they might want to go scratch. Well, well, let's talk about it. Listen, most people talk about, and they say it so willy-nilly, that, oh, effective communication is everything. Wait, wait, wait. Hold tight. I got to come forward. But when I come forward, I'm coming back to you. I'm going to need you to wrap this up, Eru, because we done went to global warming. We done went to nuclear bombs. We... We, we done went to prepping. We done did a lot of things, uh, Heru, and, and rightfully so. You know why? Because we miss you. And we say, you know what? He back. He, go, he, got to, he got to lay it out. But when we come forward, Heru, I want you to lock it up, brother. Clearly, you got a lot to talk about. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. You want some more? More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. That's a hell of a loss. Bobby Caldwell. What would Common have done without Bobby Caldwell? This is re- this sample is really what solidified Common. This was the record that said, oh, okay, Common. And some people would argue that I used to love her is the record. Now, I Used to Love Her is one of those records. But this record transcended genres and audiences. I Used to Love Her was for us, hip-hoppers. And it was a big hip-hop record, and we loved it, and and it was great. The story, the, the rhyming, and how he used the metaphor 
of hip hop being a woman and being passed around by different, you know, times and genres within hip hop. And it was fire. It was amazing. But for people who didn't hear that, the light. Do you have the light? Because comment. Now let me just. The light just said, hey, this boy good. That's what made. You know that boy good. Common, he good. <laughs> so rest in peace to hey, Bobby Caldwell. I never knew a lot, 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 a lot like this. Gotta be something for me to write this. Queen, I ain't seen you in a minute. Come on! Finally decide to send it, sign, sealed, delivered for us to, to go together. together. Love has no limit. Let's spin a slow forever. Woo. I know your heart is weather, but what's does? Let me get my brother Heru. Heru. Hey, yes, peace. Listen. Talk to me, brother. Hey, Mimi. Uh, the difference be- <laughs> the difference between arrogance and confidence for me is reality, and the reality is you can go ahead and, and continue to have that Disney fantasy of what your your open enemy have inculcated into us, but at the end of the day. You either gonna have a strong man standing there, or you ain't. Uh, the late great Kevin Saber said, "Get a dog, die alone." Here's the thing. Wow. Oh, or everything, and I'm landing. I'm landing the plane. Landing the plane. At the end of the day, everything that we have been taught by this society was for their purpose. Compulsory education was for their purpose, to create great workers. Then they converted it to the prison, prison, uh, the school-to-prison pipeline, all of that stuff. Listen, when are we going to stop falling for the okey-doke and realize that we need each other? And at the end of the day, when the lights shut off and the water cuts off, and you're not trained in survival and none of that stuff. Because if it happens, there's only so long that any of us are going to be able to maintain. Do y'all realize that? Wait, Heru, you about to roll into a... We we up at the top of the hour, man. I got to, I got to punch I, I'm sorry. I, listen, peace and love to the family. <laughs> listen. 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 We, we got to go I now. Love y'all. <laughs> yes. I love you, brother. I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. Please stay safe. But listen, listen. Not, no, practical. no, no more. Listen, we got to go now. I got, I got to People talk to you to later, man. I'm out. Heru I'm out. Ali, we appreciate you for calling in. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at one 800 We're going into the second hour on fire.
KBLA 1580 Santa Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Voice of Reason live on KBLA Talk 1580. And we turned up tonight. We have an amazing conversation lined up for you. And I think it's very important that you guys know something. I have something to celebrate. Do you know I shipped off my first sale from the KBLA Dodge Store website? A sister, I ain't going to say her name, sister out of Oakland, (laughs) bought the holographic relationship, and I shipped it this morning. And I signed it for her, too. If you want your signed copy of my book. I got uh, all three. Well, you can't get a signed copy of the relationship dismount because the KBLA.store, that will send you to Amazon. And Amazon will send you that book. But if you want a copy of the, uh, the Shrouded Lighthouse, How to Discover the Silver Lining uh, in Any Situation Shift, uh, you can go to kbla.store. If you want the holographic relationship, it's available on kbla.store. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. kbla.store is up and cracking. And did you know that Zoe Williams has a store-wide promo code? You can get everything on the store 15% off. You know what the code is? Zoe 15. I'm sitting here trying to get, <laughs> I'm trying to get uh, Arabia a hoodie. But because I'm broadcasting on my phone, it won't let me buy it. But I'm going to get it as soon as we get off the air. She wears a minus 4X small. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason back at the at the house. KBLA Talk 1580. This is a tough topic. A lot of people are struggling with it. I believe if you have high relationship skills, you can make any relationship work or any model, right? Work. Meaning, if it's long distance, you can make a long distance relationship work if you are relationally competent. Relational Uh, Relationship competency is based on the skills you have developed. Now, I'm also saying, I'm not saying you should forever be in a long-distance relationship. Hell, I'm in a long-distance relationship, and I don't want to be. Come home. Get your things, and you can come home. Or come over and play like home. But listen, come home. What? Do you understand? But I believe many of the fears that are associated with long distance relationships because most people are broke. And I don't mean bereft of money. I mean broken in spirit. That's a great record. That is a great record. Andy, can you play New Edition? I'm coming home and I want it all. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoo, we on fire tonight, man. I am turned up over this topic. Have you ever felt depressed because you haven't seen your partner in a long time? Wow. Oof. Do you believe that a relationship cannot work if you guys spend too much time apart? Do you believe that 
human beings are innately wired for connection. Please understand, most people think connection physical. They don't think spiritual connection, psychological connection, emotional. You can have all of that long distance. And guess what happens? Physical connection becomes the seasoning salt to all the other stuff that undergirds the relationship. But many people don't develop the other stuff, which is why you can run the risk of losing a relationship when the sex gets bad. See, when I sit down and talk to sisters and I say, what if he ain't good in bed? They'd be like, sisters, tell you the truth. He got to go. I done heard that. Why he got to go and he live in the house? <laughs> that I, that, can, can somebody help? Why does he have to go and he live in the house because the sex got bad? Well, you know, he used to give it to him in the way I See, come on, let's get this. Come on, let me pick up it. Hello. Hey, love, guess what? I'm not home right now. What? But if you like to leave a message, <laughs> no, she I did. So <laughs> now, you know how I feel about talking to these answering machines. <laughs> Where are you anyway? I know I've been away too long. And if you're listening, I just called to let you know. Listen, listen, when it's real, you guys are entangled when it's real. That's how you know it ain't real. You're not entangled. And I'm not talking about emotional enmeshment. Emotional enmeshment is not a good thing. I'm talking about spiritual entanglement. I'm not talking about what Jada, that's an entanglement. (laughs) That's not an entanglement. That was an entanglement. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a spiritual entanglement. I need y'all to hear this. See, quantum physics seems so weird to people. It seems so far away to people. Because they think all weirdos down at JPL and and Caltech... They messing with little bitty tiny pebbles in the space. And listen, at the subatomic level, it is a mirror of the atomic level. People don't understand that. That's why it's called physics. It's the physical world, the physical reality we live in. And what happens at the subatomic affects, or let's flip it another way, what happens in the micro affects the macro the macro is the structure or the illusion of the micro 
So in quantum entanglement, I need you to listen. This is quantum entanglement. An entangled system is defined by one whose quantum state cannot be factored as a product of states of its local constituents. That is to say, I need y'all to hear this because I know it sounds heavy. And I'll, I'll just break it down real simple. When two particles, such as a pair of protons, two particles, two people, because from far away, you look like particles and electrons. It's fine. I know you. I know I'm trying to get your mind wrapped around it. When two particles, such as a pair of photons or electrons, become entangled, they remain connected even when separated by vast distance. Do, do, I need you to hear that. In the same way that a ballet or tango emerges from individual dancers, entanglement arises from the connection between particles. Now watch this. When particles, they call, the, they call two particles or two electrons, they call it a system. That's a relationship. When two people are entangled, Sometimes it doesn't matter how far you guys are apart. Have you ever felt somebody in your spirit and the phone rang and they was on the other end? Entanglement. I know people don't. I know people ain't ready for that. You're entangled. This and, and what happens is you hear it in the church as soul ties. You hear it in the metaphysical space as twin flames or soul groups, right? But the science is saying particles can be entangled. And not all particles can be entangled. There was an argument between Einstein and Niels Bohr. Now, Einstein had a lot of arguments. But Einstein argued with Niels Bohr because he didn't believe in entanglement. Why? Because it broke one of the universal constants that Einstein created. One of the most important universal constants, which is the speed of light. Nothing can move faster than the speed of light. That was Einstein's creation. But they discovered that when a system of particles, meaning two particles, become entangled, and when you separate them, if you change one measurement of one, regardless of how far they're apart, the other one instantly changes. Instantly, faster than the speed of light. Einstein argued Niels Bohr down until he died. Argued him down until he died. It's not true. It's not real. Quantum mechanics doesn't work. It's not, it's, it's incomplete. This is Einstein. Einstein opened the door to quantum mechanics. We, sent, we tend to think, <laughs> right? We tend to think that what's happening on the subatomic level is not happening in the macro, when in fact it is. Huh, okay. This is heavy stuff. If you can raise your vibration, raise your level of self-knowledge, pour into yourself all the tools you need to overcome your childhood, you can have a successful relationship regardless of the model it could be long distance it could be up close and personal hey we come we, let's see each other every every 90 days 
hey, let's see each other every 60 days until we both get to the point where we could buy the house together. If that's what we agree to do. You understand what I'm saying? I know. I know a lot of people don't want to hear. Well, we got callers. Let's get him in here. Who's been on the longest? Desiree Los Angeles is in the building. What's happening? Hi, how are you? Desiree, am I cooking or no? You are cooking. I just had to call in, you know, and um, on this topic. I actually experienced my best relationship long distance um, because the cu- the communication, it forced me to communicate a little bit more huh. because it was long distance. <laughs> and um, I've been married before, and I didn't experience that type of intimacy with my partner. And I was married for seven years, and this relationship was only two years. So, and reading your book, <laughs> and I'm on chapter two, um, Which book? he would definitely be my long distance, the relationship dismount. No, oh, the relationship dismount. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, yes. chapter two. Very, Let's very go. deep. <laughs> I have to take it one chapter at a time. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you got so, it. Thank you, love. Yes, one chapter at a time. But um, just in reading that, my my long distance was my cornerstone just because of the communication and mm. the intimacy. And when we actually saw each other, it was like stars, you know. Um, and we saw each other for about uh, every month. And we did a lot of FaceTiming. Um, so it, it can work. But I personally wouldn't do it again. Well, uh, well, whoa, wait. So he was. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It threw me for a loop. I, I thought we had one on the side of long distance, but <laughs> apparently not. Let me hold on. Now, oh, hey, he's your cornerstone. Now, her reference yes. to cornerstone is a reference from my book, The Relationship Dismount, How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship. I make the distinction between a stepping stone relationship and a cornerstone relationship. Cornerstones are lasting. Step of stone, stepping stones are fleeting relationships. So, uh, the type of relationships you might learn something and then have to move on from. Cornerstones keep giving, right? Mm-hmm. So she said the brother was a cornerstone relationship. Right. For, forced her to communicate. That means you got better at communicating, correct? Yes, I did. So what are your reasons for never wanting to do it again? Because I grew the relationship at the same time. Because we couldn't decide to actually, he come to the West Coast or I go to the East Coast. Um, so we couldn't actually decide on that. And with that same relationship, I was just like, you know what? I want something using the same tools that I learned from this relationship to apply to a relationship that I have. So let me just be. I have. So you used what you learned from him. Mm-hmm. You gave away a once in a lifetime man. Yes. Because of a scheduling conflict. I just did he not have the money? I'm trying to understand what happened. COVID happened too. So the money was different. No, I understand. The money was different, well, and um, it it was just different. And then we ended up having a lot of conflict. We didn't have conflict resolution because everything during prior to that, it was just happy time. So we didn't know how to actually to work with difficulties and misunderstandings, and that's when the trust, um, as you mentioned, with social media, you know, came about. All of that came into play 
That's heavy. So that's heavy. Well, so that's why I wouldn't personally do it again, but, but we it was, still have a very good relationship. I was about now, to say it was a it, it was a good experience, right? Right. Well, there you An go. excellent experience. Well, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing your experience with us, Desiree. We appreciate you calling in. You brought Los Angeles into the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Sean, Oakland, California, will be talking to us after we come forward. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, Andy, turn it off. Turn it off. People don't deserve to hear beautiful music. You understand? You don't deserve the music because the love relationship typically don't match the music. Yeah, beautiful that record was. Kindred the family uh, soul. Kindred, Kindred the family soul. The record is called Stars. Sometimes your music, is your playlist is more beautiful than your relationship. You need relationship competence in any form of relationship you get into. I don't care if it's panogamous, make up a word, panogamous, if it's trinogamous, uh, if it's polyandrous, uh, whatever the model, right? Whatever the relationship model doesn't matter. If you have fear, if you have ego, if you have anxious uh, attachment styles, insecurity, if you if you're in a pornogamous uh a pornogamous relationship, I don't care what it is. You have to have self-competency in order to have relational competency. Listen. Why okay. Why would you ever want to be in a relationship with somebody who has an internal fear of missing out on something. To me, that's saying you're not ever going to be satiated or content with anything. Right? Maybe God put you in a long-distance relationship so you could grow up spiritually, so you can act right in a relationship that has a closer proximity to you. Maybe God said, let me put you over here and him over there. Huh? Oh, oh, y'all, y'all. That's right. Some people don't believe in God. Jazz. I need Jazz to call back. We lost Jazz. Jazz, please call us back. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. I want to hear your thoughts, so don't worry. Get back in here. Call us. Call us. Call us. Sean, Oakland, California. Let's talk to you, brother. Well, here we go, brother. So, of course, you know, being, uh, you know, in my situation, so 1987 to 1992, all right. I was in a long di- uh, distance relationship with the person I've been with, married like 32 years and together now 36. So during that time, I was trying to, you know, make the professional ranks of baseball, right? It didn't happen, but I was giving it my all, all that kind of stuff. That's what you do. And uh, we're. Uh, one state away 
and she was in college doing her thing, and I was trying to do my thing on the, you know, ball fields. And so, you know, the only thing I can say is that I think the kids nowadays have it a little bit more difficult. You would think it would be easier, right? Texting, blah, blah, blah. I kind of disagree with that if people think that because back in the day, I mean, you finally got on that telephone, the actual phone, and you actually got to talk with the person you, you you know, you were with and and my wife now way back in the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had some really in-depth conversations. Mm -hmm. You had really in-depth conversations. You know, and I'm not knocking anyone nowadays, but I'm just saying it's so easy just to do an acronym or, or, you know, a little text, boom, bam, bing. And, yeah, I know they mean a lot because there's so many cool emojis and all that. But it is not the same as having an hour and a half conversation on the phone. And, 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 And all I'm saying is, that really helped us during that time. Uh, it really helped us because, Sean, you know, we're we're Sean, apart. Sean, I got to jump in here real quick. We got to carry you forward. When we come forward, my brother Sean is going to wrap it up for us. Oakland, California in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, just call me. 1-800-920-1580. We still got a lot to talk about. He's on fire, He's on tonight. fire tonight. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams. Williams. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. There's only so many songs that I can sing to pass the time. And I'm running out of things to do to get you off my This picture in a frame uh, that I hold close to see your face every day. With you is where I'd rather be, but we're stuck where we are, and it's so hard, it's so hard. This long distance is killing me. I wish that you were here with Lady. me. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people underestimate Brandy, but you really shouldn't. Brandy is one of those transcendent talents. As an a and I'm going to tell you right now, I wish she would have stumbled into my hands. I'd be like, whoa, 16-year-old superstar, actor, sing, man, and still look very, very young even today. Man, I I love Brandy. One of my favorite artists. Now, tonight's topic is, again, we're talking about long-distance relationships and the long shot that they might present. And I was on the line with my good friend, Sean, from Oakland, California. Sean, get in here. Let's talk. So, yeah, so, brother, I... You know, long-distance relationships can work, uh, and and I was, I, you know, like I said, from 87 to 92. This is way back, people, I know, 
sound funny. It was all audio. I mean, we got on the phone and talked for an hour and a half. But now you have Zoom. You've got FaceTime. You've got other options. I hope you always use those options where you're actually talking with one another and not just texting. And, and by the way, don't just do that with the person that you want to keep the, the relationship as a really, you know, maybe a marriage or maybe that kind of a relationship where you're going to be together and live together at a certain point, but also do that with your friends and do it with your family. Because I think we get a little too much into this technology nowadays where we're not reaching out, not checking in with enough people. I check in with people that I knew back in high school, even uh, junior high school, uh, because, you know, time flies. You never know what they're going through. And maybe just your one giving them a call, leaving them a short audio message uh, could change their day. And so make sure you do that because I listen to this show because I can tell Zoe has that heart of a lion. He just loves to pass on, you know, anything that can help a relationship do better. And that's why I call in and I give my two cents because, you know, I've been fortunate, lucky. I don't know what it is, but I keep working at it. So just keep working at it, people, but make sure that you communicate uh, with the audio, not just the text. Man, we appreciate the call. Thank you so much, Sean. Oakland, California, he brought his city in the building. Are you brave enough to bring yours? The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. I'm Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. This is the voice of reason. Tonight's topic, no FOMO. No fear of missing out. You have to know the origins of where fear of missing out comes from. Love's long distance, love, uh, uh, long shot, love, yeah, love's long distance, <laughs> love shot. That's terrible, long shot. It's a long shot, but it can work. And I'm going to tell you something. I've been around the sun a couple of times. You understand, me? I've been around the sun a couple of times. And I can tell when you're losing energy for it. I can tell when entropy is creeping in. Let me tell you something. Love doesn't get contaminated. Y'all need to understand that. True love does not get contaminated. It cannot spoil. But whatever faux love, diet love, or whatever weird GMO love you got going, if it if it gets contaminated, <laughs> that's because there's something in you that hasn't been reconciled. There's something in you that hasn't been dealt with. There's something within within you that has not been confronted. You haven't reached so many. It's, it's actions. That's because you you probably need somebody to do something for you, to show you. Do you all you got to do is sit down and look at where are you from, who raised you. You know how were you raised? What is the communication style in your family? What's your attachment style? You start digging into the back, uh, what they call that, uh, the backstory. You start digging into their 
active directory, their psychological and spiritual DNA. You're going to see why they have abandonment issues. You're going to see why they have anxious attachment. You're going to see why they can't communicate. They shut down and close you out. You're going to see why these things happen. But relationship that desires to reach unconditional love, which is a state of consciousness and not a set of behaviors. Boy, if, if love was a set of behaviors, do you know how many people be in love? <laughs> do you know how marriage would be the, the divorce rate would be way lower? That's because part of marriage is psychological. It's what I've been through. It's what I'm coming in here with that I have yet to reconcile. Come on, man. Relationship competency. I love it. I love it. I love it. Why are my callers continuously dropping, brother? Katina, you got to call back. 1-800-920-1580. Callie Soul from Denver is in the building. Callie, talk to me. Peace, though. Hey, 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 hey. I did just pick up the relationship dismount and I've made it to chapter four and your concept on um, cornerstone relationships, like the sister was saying, and stepping stone relationships mm-hmm. totally uh, popped me open. And I was like, dang, I recognize I am a cornerstone person. Mm. Mm. So oftentimes I'm, I'm not that person that, and I don't say this out of the ego, but I'm not the person that people want out of their lives. Like, that helped me to understand why folks like to hold on so much. Because, you know, not to quote Speedy, but I'm an awesome person. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> but, um, but I also see where I'm like, them stepping stone relationships turn into rubble mm-hmm. when we try to make our stepping stone relationships, cornerstone relationships, because you can't do that. Or physically impossible. Or when you try to do the reverse because you're not ready for the cornerstone. See, let me there's that. Let me give you this. People think it's on their terms. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you get a cornerstone and you say, well, I'm not ready. Well, how did you get it? Mm -hmm. If you're not ready. See, the cornerstone that manifesting. That's what I'm saying. The cornerstone might wake up something in you that you didn't know was slumbering. And so you, the, the, the natural inclination might be to run from it. Like, oh, this is too deep. This is too real. This is too much. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. you find yourself drawn to that cornerstone because you're not going to find mm-hmm. a cornerstone on every corner. But you will find some more stepping stones. I tell you that. Talk to me, Callie. <laughs> Amen. You show you show in the hell will. <laughs> and um, another thing that I realize is like, and I've always done really good in um, long distance relationships, mm-hmm. but I also realize it might be somewhat of a coping mechanism because I stay very busy. I'm a hairstylist and I'm a musician. So I move around a lot. Mm-hmm. So it helps me better to have a long distance relationship because then I don't have somebody like trying to cage me and, you know, check up on me. Where are you going? What you doing? What time are you going to be back and all that stuff. So 
so I found that very interesting in regards to the FOMO conversation right. on um, long-distance relationships. And right. I don't have a fear of missing out on anything, but I think often being such a free-spirited person mm-hmm. and being in a long-distance relationship, if someone is not secure in who they are mm-hmm. and if someone doesn't really know what love is, Mm-hmm. then a long-distance relationship is going to give them some anxiety. I know. And some insecurity. I know. People scared. Let me tell you something. Relationship scares mm-hmm. people if they can't control through expectations. I, 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 oh, I know. I know. I know. A lot of people scared of it. They say, listen, if I'm going to be mm-hmm. here, I'm going to open up. I'm going to get vulnerable. Here are my 342 rigid expectations to keep you and your baggage locked in. See? Hold on, no, and what are expectations? <laughs> what are expectations? But but a setup to disappoint yourself. Yes, the you seeds of yeah, the seeds of disappointment. Because most people don't mm-hmm. check where or who is co-authoring the expectation. Typically, it's ego and fear. Girl, I love it when you call. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Callie Soul. Denver. Praise the Lord, Remzo. Yes, Denver, <laughs> Colorado <laughs> is in the building. Yes, yes. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. And we're talking something real. I, I want everybody to know. That, like I said from the beginning, this is a non-judgmental space. But before I before I go forward, I want everybody to go to kbla.store. Give yourself an opportunity to read any one of my books. The Relationship Dismount, uh, The Holographic Relationship, The Shrouded Lighthouse. They're all available at kbla.store. Go there right now. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Join the revolution. kbla.store. And site-wide, you're going to get 15% off if you put in my code, ZOE15. 15% off. Site-wide. Hoodies. Everything. ZOE15. I appreciate everybody. When I come forward, we're going to wrap it the way I do. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Bobby Caldwell. Many people thought that was a black man. Little black babies running around on Christmas with this plan in the background. At the family picnic, we thought that was Uncle Jameson. We didn't know it was Bobby Caldwell. A white man? Man. Brother has soul, man, and we're going to miss him because that's great music. When you contribute to humanity at that level, it doesn't matter. That song, those songs we played tonight honoring Bobby Caldwell are going to reign forever. They're going to always hit you. They're going to resonate forever. That's how you know you tapped in. Listen, a classic record is like being in unconditional love. I know you don't understand that. You got to tap into something. Right? When 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 an artist, when Prince wrote, If I were your girlfriend, he tapped into a door. He tapped into something. You need to understand that. That art and and consciousness, and high consciousness for that matter, are 
are somewhat related. The man tapped in. That's that's how it resonates for, for a lifetime. Eckhart Tolle puts it this way. What is true love? What is love? True love is not wanting, clinging, and self-seeking. Many of us cannot be in a relationship with somebody in our bathroom. Somebody is in the bathroom. We waiting on them in the bathroom. They always taking up all the time. We always mad at something, disappointed, disgruntled, frustrated at something. But listen to what he said. True love is not wanting, clinging, and or self-seeking. You know where he got that from. He just reworded it as Krishnamurti. Krishnamurti said it. Eckhart Tolle goes deeper. He says, to the ego, loving and wanting are the same, whereas true love has no wanting in it, no desire to possess or for your partner to change. Many of us want our partner to change. We want to change our partner. We think we're Bob the Builder when it comes to our partner. We want. We think we're a, a person architect, and we ain't built a perfect structure out of our own spirit. But we think we know what's best for our partner. How are you going to be in a, a short-distance relationship or a long-term relationship? You can't do either one of them right. A genuine relationship is not one that is dominated by the ego with its image making and self-seeking. Do you understand? In a genuine relationship, there is an outward flow of open, alert attention toward the other person in which there is no wanting. I'm here to tell you, you've been conditioned to want somebody. If you're conditioned to want somebody, that must mean you're conditioned to think you need something. You're conditioned to believe that there is space in you that needs to be filled up. Oh, I can't do no long distance relationship. No, no, Lord, no. No, I can't. No, man. You turn into a slave. No, uh-uh. You need to be close to me. I need to know where my good my cookies are. Where my cookies? <laughs> you can't love her or him unless you love you. I mean the dirt in you, the soiled part of you, the part of you you disdain. You cannot love anybody. Unless you triumph over self, your relationship will be temporary. I promise you, no matter what version you agree to participate in, it will be temporary. You are on a high when the drug is available, but even the possibility of the thought that he or she might no longer be there for you can lead to jealousy, possessiveness, attempts at manipulation through emotional blackmail and blaming. We do that up close and we do that from afar. No relationship competence, no successful relationships, regardless of the model. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I start the conversation. You finish it. The voice of reason has done its duty for this Wednesday. Up next, my brother, Danny Morrison, will keep the fire lit. Much love. Deuces. What you won't do, do for love. You've tried everything, but you won't give.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.